Santos's kick is lined up. That kick is good. He got it. Taken by Niall Davis. He's going to bring it out between the hash and numbers on the left side. 15 breaks three. He's at the 30. He's at the 40. He's at midfield. Niall Davis, the Houston native. 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Kansas City. How's it going, Chiefs Kingdom? Thanks for joining us. You're listening to the Arrowheads Abroad podcast, the official Kansas City Chiefs podcast for the UK and Ireland. I'm your host, Brad Simcox, otherwise known as the Brit Chief on YouTube. And joining me again this week is Tom Childs and Dave Barnett. I've got a bit of a problem, lads. What's that? What's that? I can't sleep. <laughs> I can't <laughs> sleep this week at all. Honestly, this is no word of a lie, right? I was actually up from about I think it was about half one last night and I just suddenly woke up you know you just eyes just ping that's it and I have no idea I just woke up and I'm a really nah, deep sleeper I mean, nah, I, I sleep like a log so <laughs> so the only thing I can pin it down to is is the is the up and coming game it's got me wound tight really um what, five days it does no it, it, what five six days before the game it kicks off Exactly. That's commitment, isn't it? Or is it just... Wait, have we got a game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we now know exactly who we're going to be playing in the divisional playoffs. It's obviously the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, I think we're just going to just... We'll, we'll we'll totally forget about what happened in the in the previous game, obviously, for the Steelers and the Dolphins. I think it was pretty much a, a one-sided affair anyway. I think we can all agree on that one. Um, but I, I think... What we'll do in this one, we'll we'll discuss what we think are going to be the key matchups, um, you know, player wise, uh, such as you know, is Peters going to be um, tracking Brown a lot? Um, you know, how's Kelsey going to play? You know, looking in at the main, you know, the main players from either side, who we, how we think the Steelers are actually going to, um, you know, attempt to beat us at Arrowhead. So um, yeah, key players for the Steelers. Who's looking good right now? Do you think? Tom, you have the first name you have to mention is is Le'Veon Bell. Um, yeah. Since he come back in week four against us, he's just been dynamite. Um, yeah. He's in their win in their win streak. He's only had one game where he's gone less than hundred yards rushing. He's the all-purpose back and easily the best back in the NFL at the moment. I know it's good. interesting as well because watching him in that in that Dolphins game, he he has this like delay thing, doesn't he? Yeah, he, he has, doesn't go. He has plowing into it. Yeah, patience like no other back, modern back has got. Anyway, I know Jamal's Jamal's vision was t- was very good, or he yeah. still is very good, but he doesn't show the patience that that Le'Veon does. Um, he almost stops, doesn't he, before he gets to the line of scrimmage? Yeah, it's weird. He, he's he's got to be his O line must love him because he makes them look fantastic because he just he waits for the inevitable gap to to form and then he just goes for it and I, I think he's a joy to watch to be honest. If if he if it was, if he wasn't playing the Chiefs on Sunday, I'd be rooting for the Steelers purely because of how much I enjoy watching Le'Veon Bell run the ball. Yeah. So how how do the Chiefs how do the Chiefs stop the running game from the Steelers then? Because you don't. You just contain it. Yeah. That's all you can hope to do against Bell is contain it. Damage limitation. Try and limit kind of the thing, damage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or try and get up early so that you you know take it out of the equation. I think that's your best bet. Hmm. 
Um, <clears throat> you know, if we can do something similar we did against the Broncos where we can jump out early. And then, obviously, you can take the run game off the board for them because mm. then they have to start throwing it. But, yeah, as I say, I don't think you can hope to stop him. I just think it's damage limitation with a guy like Bell. Do you think if the Chiefs get offered the chance, they will take the ball first in this game? Something they don't normally do. They normally defer. But if they get a chance to take a lead against the Steelers, they will because of how fast the Steelers start in games. No. I, I think they'll still stick to what they've done previously with that. Um, I think there's a proven advantage with deferring yeah. the kickoff because having that chance at, you know, basically a possession before the half and right at the start of the second, I think it, it's too big to pass that up. Yeah. I know you'd like to get out to a fast start, but there's nothing to say you can't get out to a fast start with the defence and, you know, get the momentum going that way. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't see the Chiefs changing their their style. Just on that as well, Steelers. though, I think Bob Sutton likes to have a look at the offence early on, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, we tend to, to, see to, give how, up. to see how they, 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 they set the stall out. Cause, yeah, tradi- yeah uh, go on. Sorry, traditionally, from what I've seen this season, the first couple of drives, the defence isn't, isn't the greatest they they tend to adapt very quickly though and yeah. it, it might be what you're saying just let the um the opponent's offense do their thing for their first drive and then he seems to come up with a game plan for it very quickly i, I personally yeah. think it's probably, we've got the best unit in the league for adapting to um to other teams offenses we saw it a couple of times this season the falcons game the raiders game away where the the offense the opponent offense opponent's offense sliced through the Chiefs relatively easily but then mm. as the game went on they found it harder and harder well that actually happened in the in the in the loss didn't it this 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 season against the Steelers because although yeah it was an absolute nightmare of a start wasn't it in the, obviously in the first quarter was it 22-0 down or something like that just purely from Chiefs mistakes but towards the end of the game the Chiefs were coming into it didn't they score all 14 points or something that we scored in the in the fourth quarter so it was it was almost like they were working out you know, working out the the other team. Yeah, I don't think you can read too much into that though. The Steelers will have eased up. You know, they'll be playing a sort of a mm. back off sort of defense, not trying to give up any big plays or anything like that. So, yeah, I say I don't think there's too much you can read into that. I think what I'm trying to think though is we we seem to finish off quite strong on a game, don't we? Like 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 Tom said before, normally the first drive against us, we we let the team steamroll over us. Um, yeah, well, that's the, that's the the thing with us is it seems to be the offense usually starts well, finishes yeah. poorly, and the defense sort of gives up yards to begin with, and then finishes strongly. So, if we could actually, you know, get it balanced for a whole game, that would be quite nice. Mm. Um, what about key matchups in this? I did mention before about whether Peters would be uh, would be tracking Brown or whether it be you know, is Terence Mitchell playing again? Is he? Yeah, um, yeah, I don't so... see why he wouldn't be. Um, but I don't think Peters will track Brown. Uh, the Steelers like to line uh, Brown up out of the slot quite a bit, and we we literally never put Peters in the slot. So, mm. um, yeah, I don't think he will be tracking him. Um, I think you just trust Stevie Nelson to keep doing what he's yeah. he's been doing this year. I say he's 
he's been really good for us in that nickel corner spot. The the thing that got me, I think, in the in the last game against the Dolphins, the steel Ben Roethlisberger kept. He was he was sling, slinging the ball quite a bit actually, um, and I think he nearly got picked off a couple of times. Um, could our secondary be mopping up there as well? Is it? Do you think the Steelers are going to come to our head with a running game, passing game, or a bit of a mix of, of both? I think a mix of both. Yeah, they're going to have to mix it up against yeah. us. Um, I think the conditions are going to have some sort of effect on it as well because apparently the weather's not looking. It's not looking good, is it? Too great ahead of the weekend, so that'll probably play some factor into what type of game it'll be. Yeah, you have to look at the Raiders game when they when they come to us in um, not so great conditions and look how well Derek Carr played that night. Um, I think the Chiefs' best chance of winning is keeping the ball in Ben's hands and out of Le'Veon Bell's hands. Um, yeah. If, if they can keep the ball, and, and that's, that's still asking a lot because of how good Ben Roethlisberger is and how good Antonio Brown is. But... If you can make, if you can try and make the Steelers one-dimensional and put the ball in Ben's hand and make him beat our secondary, I think that's going to be the way that the Chiefs win. So you've really you're asking a lot of Justin March if he comes back and Ramik Wilson that they've really got to stifle the Steelers' run game early on in this in this fixture. Yeah, I, to be honest, I think it's going to be winning the turnover battle. That's that's going to be the key thing. Yeah. Um, you know, just. Try not to turn the ball over on offense and generate a few turnovers on defense. Uh, I think that'll put us in a a pretty decent spot because, as I say, I don't think we are. We're not going to shut down the Steelers, but I, I don't see us doing that. That's mm. not how. That's not our defense's mo, and it's difficult to do against a team like the Steelers. Anyway, mm-hmm. I think both teams are going to get yards. I think both teams are going to be able to move the ball, but yeah who can make that key play in that key situation. I think you make a valid point because the the, the key strength, I think, for the Chiefs this season has been they've they've actually turned a strength of a team back on itself, hasn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like uh, turning like um, an offensive, talented team um, where basically we can, we've been picking them off. Uh, for instance, like the, the Falcons game. Um, you know, Berry obviously picking off twice, wasn't he? For One was a, a touchdown and one was a, a two-pointer. Yeah, yeah. Um, but using that Falcons offense against them, well, their aggressiveness. Do you mean? Yeah, because it, it, we, you know, we we didn't we lead the 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 league in in takeaways and things like that. Um, oh yeah, I, I mean, and that's why I think we struggled against a team like Tennessee is yeah. because they are a risk averse run first offense. Hmm. So I'm going yeah. I'm going away from it a little bit here, but you know, on that on that point. Of, of say for example and I'm getting ahead of myself we do get to the SB um, <laughs> of the NFC teams that are remaining are you are you, are you saying like the Packers and the Falcons would be a more favourable matchup with their offences no, as opposed to the I'd, Cowboys I'm, and Seahawks no because Rodgers doesn't turn the ball over at the same rate that Big Ben does and I say not even at the same rate Matt Ryan does when he's on form, like he is at the minute. I mean, just watching him play, so you know, the last sort of six, seven weeks, he's just unreal. Um, he's, they are the one team I'd want to avoid right now, even ahead of Dallas, because when Rodgers is playing like that, I just think they're unplayable. Um, 
I had to fancy our chances against Atlanta out of any team in the NFC. We moved the ball up and down against them without really breaking any sweat. Um, that would be a, our strongest matchup out of the teams we could play at the NFC. I say um, Dallas. Dallas is a weird one. Yeah, they've got a strong O line, good running game, but I, you never know a rookie QB in his first playoff, you know, scenario. Yeah, that'll be interesting to watch this weekend. I think that's, well, that's a huge matchup, isn't it? The old Packers Cowboys game. I think whoever wins that wins the NFC. I think that's the the big game this weekend because. I say I fan, I'd I'd fancy the, you know, the Packers to to beat the Falcons. Um, I can't, I can't see the Seahawks winning on the road in Atlanta. They're they're just a totally different team, um, away from Seattle. Um, and I say with the, I think, um, Atlanta have got too much on offense for them. I I can see the the hype building up with the the Cowboys Packers on that game and then it'll be just a total blowout from one of the teams I can't call it though that's the problem I can't call it I I, I think a lot of people are expecting it to be quite a close game but I think one of them is just going to get blown out yeah you, I reckon I do think the Sunday slate of games is better than Saturday because mm. um, the, the Packers Cowboys immediately follows us doesn't it and yeah. the, the Chiefs Steelers matchup is much better than the Patriots Texans, even though that oh, that's going to be a blowout. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's yeah. not going to be a fun game to watch. Um, I've seen plenty of memes this week saying that oh, look, the Patriots have got another bye week. <laughs> if, if the if the Thursday night football is anything to go by from early in the season, I mean, yeah. it feels like it though. Just just from watching the two teams at the weekend, like I'd have loved to have played either of those two teams. We'd have absolutely mauled mm-hmm. either of them. Um, you know, the Raiders just look like a shell of the team from four or five weeks ago. I know the car injury hurt, but, you know, the Texans had only been averaging like 17 and a half points a game on offense. And they allowed that Texans team to score like 27 points, man. It's just two bad, bad offensive teams. And I say, I think New England will have their way with with them this weekend. Mm. I, saw, yeah. I saw a stat earlier in the week that uh, this wildcard weekend uh, allowed... Bigger score differentials than any other wildcard week playoff weekend in thirty nine years. It was that bad. Well, yeah, that that's the weird thing. You, usually, the wildcard weekend is when you, you know, you have a couple of upsets because there's normally a out of place seed that's won a division that probably wouldn't have if they'd been in another place, and there's a wild card that just had the unfortunate luck of being in a really strong division. But obviously, with the Raiders losing their QB, they were probably that team that would have been the out-of-place wildcard team, which is really weird because, you know, watching Sky before the uh, the Raiders-Texans game, I was just like, found, found it really weird that all the guys picked the Raiders yeah. to win still. I was <laughs> yeah, like, they did, yeah. um, what? Have you, have you watched the Raiders since Derek Carr has gone it, down? I think it was glaringly obvious. I mean, I mean, I predicted the the Texans were going to win as well, and I think a lot of it. I think all three of us did, didn't we? Did we yeah, all predict we the Texans? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, I think for me, it was glaringly glaringly obvious that um, the Texans were just were, were just going to be too strong in the in the defense. Um, well, that's what I, that's what I said. Usually, when you know two two bad offensive teams play each other. The team with the better defense is going to win. Yeah, and 
That's, that's what happened. This is the thing, though. It's all about the hype and things like that a lot of the time, isn't it? I mean, yes, the Raiders had a really good season, but when they got when they, when they stuttered, literally tripped over the line, didn't they, to get into the in, you know, um, well, not tripped over the line to get into the playoffs, but um, they tripped up, obviously losing uh, the last game for the AFC West Championship. I'll just put that back in there, actually, just Church. in case anyone's forgotten about <laughs> that. Um, but yeah, they just seemed to like almost limp over the line a bit for me. Um, yeah, the last two I mean, or three you games. You lose your QB, man. I know, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a big thing. It's a big... And almost he's, he's impossible. He's a huge player, isn't he, uh, Derek Carr? Yeah, I mean, like, if that had happened to Green Bay or, you know, Atlanta, they'd be shells of them themselves as well. It's, mm. it's unfortunate for the Raiders, for sure. Like, you know, I, it's, it's kind of disappointing because you do want the best teams in the playoffs. You don't want to see games like that in the playoffs. It's... You know, you you want to see the best team duking it out to mm. to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I can't help but laugh a little bit because obviously, you know, being a Chiefs fan, it's hard not to. But at the same time, like I feel bad for Carr because he seems like a nice enough guy. And I say it's good to actually have the Chiefs Raiders game meaning something again because yeah. for a, a long, long time they have meant absolutely nothing apart from bragging rights. So. Yeah, as I say, hopefully, you know, he has a speedy recovery and it's back to duking it out again for the, you know, the AFC Western playoff spots and seedings yeah. again next year. We've moved away slightly away from the Steelers, um, but we'll, we'll try and drag it back in again here. Um, the Steelers' strengths, we've mentioned those a, a little bit, really, haven't we, with um, the running the running game. Obviously, Antonio Brown's obviously another key aspect for them as a strength. But what about the weaknesses? Um, because I was told that this this Steelers defense was not that good, but it looked pretty darn good against the Dolphins. Is there, is there any weaknesses in this? It's fast. They've got a really fast defense. That's yeah. They're on you, aren't they? They're on you. Yeah. Whenever you hear anything about the Steelers defense, it's the first word everyone says is is fast. Um, they attack the ball together. They're aggressive as well. They're really really aggressive. Like you only have to look at that Bud Dupree hit on Matt Moore where he almost killed the guy. On, on he came from a way. He came from a long way back there, didn't he? As well. Yeah, like I know it's a foul, but oh, it's, that's it's, that's a bad, bad. Yeah. That's a dirty hit for me. It's, it's dirty, the, the it's, guy's it's, led with the crown of, of his helmet and hit the guy in the chin. That's a it's mm. a dirty hit. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not doubt, I'm not um, disagreeing with you in the slightest. But it just shows the I, I think the aggressiveness that they have in that team. Um, yeah, but th there's aggression and then there's dirty play. And that's part of the reason I don't like the Steelers because I feel like the Steelers cross that line between aggressive and dirty a little bit more than most teams do. Hmm. And some people will say it's a, you know, a byproduct of playing in a division like the AFC North, but you don't see stuff like that between you know, the Chiefs and Broncos and Raiders this year, you know, yeah. was as much as there were some brutal hits in that game, it was clean for the most part. I don't see any stuff that was, like, totally untoward. I, I say that that's just one of the reasons I don't like the Steelers because they, <laughs> they just tend to cross that line a little bit too much for me between, say, aggression and dirty play. Well, going off what Tom was saying there, that the, the, the defence is very fast and it's on you. Don't you don't you use that against them? And this is me saying again that the, obviously the Chiefs use use these kind of uh, almost almost strengths 
against teams? Do you draw them in and then pass it more? Well, because I don't even you're not think it's be able that. To win the game. I just think, you know, a guy like Alex Smith who gets the ball out of his hands as quickly as he does, I think you can sort of take that away from the Steelers. Mm. You know, he, he, what is it? What is it? Something like two seconds, two, two point yeah, two seconds, pretty, or something like rapid, that. It's it? yeah. like he's got the ball out of his hands the majority of the time. It's, he's like the second quickest in the NFL behind Nick Foles, <laughs> who is our backup QB, I Yay. think, this season. So, um, yeah, I, I think that's how you can counter that is by as I say, getting the ball out quickly so that, mm. you know, I, I, I don't think Alex Smith will put himself in a situation like Matt Moore did last weekend where he leaves himself open to getting destroyed like he did. Yeah. I, um, I went back today, actually. I did a professional job, guys. I went back and watched the Pittsburgh versus Philadelphia game from week three, um, the one where the Eagles absolutely destroyed the Steelers on the road. Uh, sorry, yeah. at home. Um Doug Peterson, that's, that's the reason why I watched it. Similar sort of offence style to what we've got. And mm. what the Eagles did really, really well was they got the ball in Zach Ertz's hands really quickly and Darren Sproles on screens. So And they torched the Steelers with screens in their tight end. So Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey then? Exactly. <laughs> Travis Travis Kelsey is an upgrade on, on Zach Ertz. Major upgrade. And oh, Tyreek Hill. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah. I like Zach Ertz. I think he's <laughs> selling Zach Ertz short there. But Controversial. On current form. Oh no! Don't get me wrong. Travis don't. Kelsey is the best tight end in the league, not named Gronk, yeah. but I think he's still selling Zach Ertz a little bit short there. Okay, sorry, Zach. I apologise. Uh, <laughs> Just saying, you... man. Like, you know, we've got to, we, we're trying not to be biased here. We've got to try and show some impartialness. <laughs> okay, then you've got Travis Kelsey, who's on on par with Zach Ertz. And then you've got... That's not what I said. Stop trying to twist my words now. Oh, well, now let's, let's hold on there. <laughs> All right, Brad, not you as well. Uh, and then obviously you've got Tyreek Hill, who is fairly similar to Darren Sproles. I know Tyreek Hill's a wide receiver first, then a running back second, where Darren Sproles is probably the other way around. But um, similar sort of playing styles, both very fast. And that's it. Doug Peterson, Chiefs offensive coordinator last year, got the ball out quick, got the ball in their best players' hands and then let them torture Steelers. And I think that's exactly what we're going to do on Sunday. Yeah. I think mentioning there, the, the, obviously the Tyreek Hill, um, how adaptable is he in the offence? I mean, I think that's going to be the main thing that's going to cause the Steelers' issues because, like I said, he, he could he could start up as a, as a wide receiver. He could be a running back. Um, he's so versatile, isn't he, that it's going to give the Steelers something to think about each time he's on the field. Yeah, I just hope um, we don't get too cute with it because, yeah. like I say, that's Steelers' defense is quick enough that I don't think you can. Like I don't think you want to try and run the the screen type game against them. And our other secret weapon on Sunday, which we haven't mentioned yet, is playoff Alex. Yeah, playoff Alex is good. <laughs> Even yeah, he's pretty good. He's pretty pretty good. Yeah. Like I'll give him that. He seems to turn up when it comes to the postseason. He he has done throughout his career. So if we, if we can get a game like against the Colts, then the Chiefs will walk this game. They should do anyway. And even or even if we get a similar performance to how we played in New England last year, um, if Alex can perform to those sort of levels, then we should be okay. Yeah. 
just okay. yeah no no stupid turnovers please that, that that's <laughs> yeah. the big thing <laughs> please yeah none of that please please none of that um i think we'll have some questions actually fellas um thanks to everyone from the our heads abroad uh, facebook page for sending in all the, the the questions for us obviously this week the first one I've got is from Sam Matthews. What has changed since we last met the Steelers, i.e. what will be the factors that lead to the Chiefs securing a win this time around? I think we kind of touched on it, didn't we, really? It was um, screen passes and tight ends and using Tyreek Hill quite a bit. I mean, Tyreek Hill's a big thing. I mean, yeah. he was you know, pretty much a, a non-factor, uh, on offense at least, at that point in the season, because that was week three. Was it? Yeah. Or uh, week, four. Week, four. week four. But yeah, at that point, Tyreek hadn't really been worked into the offense that much. I mean, Kelsey was wasn't even getting the ball that much either, really, mm. that early in the season. Um, and yeah, I think defensively we're, we're stronger now, um, you know, because a, f- a couple of the rookies have come through. Um, you know, Chris Jones obviously has been a big plus since that point. Um, obviously, Ramik, since he's come back onto the roster. So, obviously, we found Terence Mitchell as well. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I think we are a better, a much better side than we were at this point in, in week four. And obviously, we have the advantage of being at home this time as well, which makes a yeah. massive difference. Well, there was a stat on uh, Ben Roethlisberger for that, wasn't there? About uh, it was it his touchdowns and interceptions at home compared to his touchdowns and interceptions um, away from home. It was massive, wasn't it? It was gulf. It was uh, I think it was was it twenty two touchdowns against eight interceptions at home, and then it was only nine touchdowns to seven interceptions away, or something like that. So it was it it it's it, there's obviously problems there on the, when they're on the road. So. Yeah, I, it, I, I don't think we're going to see the Ben Roethlisberger that we've seen from the Dolphins game. I just, I just don't see it. No, well, well, no, because we're a better side than the Dolphins as well. Anyway, yeah. I think that much is obvious. Um, I'm calling so. it now. There's an interception in him. Oh yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah I, there's two. I'd be there's two interceptions if... in him. There's three. <laughs> I, <I'd>... <laughs> <laughs> I say, I think we'll win the turnover battle. It's just, can, what can we do? Once we get, you know, once once we get those turnovers, can we we turn those turnovers into points? I think that's going to be the key thing. Do that was the thing the that Pittsburgh well, did against yeah. us in week four. Is yeah. obviously they generated a couple of turnovers, quickly turned that into what twenty one points, and it was game over before the end yeah. of the first quarter. So, you know, we need to make sure we do a same the same thing to them if we get the opportunity to do so on Sunday yeah. I, I don't know about you guys but I think this game is going to have a ton of points I really do um, for two teams with quite good defences I can just see it just being a points fest I really can I, I, yeah. I, I, wouldn't be, I really wouldn't be surprised if we saw 60-70 plus at the weekend and really? Uh, yeah honestly you see some... I, think, I think there'll be a ton of yards I don't think there'll be a ton of points I'll okay. say that I think It'll be one of those games where the Chiefs will bend but not break, which they tend to do a really good job of. If, you know, the th- everything looks terrible and all of a sudden the Steelers will be inside our 30-yard line, but then the Chiefs' defence just stiffens, mm. holds them to a field goal. And I, th- I, th- I think that's going to be the key thing. Can we, you know, just 
stop them scoring touchdowns. If we can hold them to field goals, I, th- I think we we win this game. Um, we won't win a shootout. It's as simple as that. Yeah. If it turns into a shootout, the Steelers will win. So we need to be able to stop them from converting when they get down in the red zone, if they do get down in the red zone, and hold them to field goals. Because if we do that, I think we win. Yeah. Um, next question we've got is, is our good mate Timothy Rowley again? Here he is. Um, four here he is again, yeah. <laughs> What's this now? Is this his hat-trick now of, we have to, uh, of questions? No, I think it's four. We have to get him on now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how many listeners do we have again? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he seems to come up with some good questions, Timothy. Um, what's our chances against Steelers having... Um, Bell, Brown and Big Ben on form and do you think that having Houston back will swing the game in our favour? Now Houston wasn't at the game in week four was he? Um, no, no he wasn't back until what week 10 was it? 11? Yeah. Something? And he's been rested for two weeks so well even longer is it? Three. Did he miss the last game was it? Three weeks? Yeah. Um, I mean we all know what he did against the Broncos um, with his with his sack fest that he had, it, it was a bright battle with him and uh, and Von Miller, wasn't there for the uh, the most sacks in that game? Yeah. So uh, for me, a well rested Houston is going to be key for us in the, in, in the next game. Um, if we can get that pressure onto Roethlisberger, um, and obviously utilize D Ford a lot more with him as well, pair him up. Um, I I honestly see I can honestly see at least I'm going to go two interceptions. On, on Big Ben. Two interceptions. Well, speaking of Justin Houston, like it's all say well, well and good saying arrested Justin Houston, but is it necessarily? Does it mean a fit Justin Houston? I'm not convinced he's that good to go. To be honest, I know that he's been taken off the um, the injury list completely, but these injuries just keep seem to keep popping up all the time, and I I'm not a doctor. But it's just an inkling I've got that he's not good to go. And I think if it wasn't a playoff game, he wouldn't be dressing up on Sunday. You see, I'm the opposite. I think they held him out at the end of the season because they knew they could get by without him and that they could rest him up for the playoffs. I think he's, I think he's going to have another performance like he did against the, against the Broncos that week. Um... I, I, seriously, yeah, I think I, I think with him well rested and that he's he's this is his this is his chance, isn't it? This is his his, his chance yeah. to really shine. I, for this. I will say it at this point in the season, I'd, there's no player in the NFL that is a hundred percent healthy. It's impossible. Like everyone's got bumps and bruises and little niggling injuries at this point. So yeah, I think he's as healthy as he can be, and. Um, yeah, I, I don't see him having a sack fest because this Steelers O line is not the swinging gate that the Broncos O line is. But I certainly think we can possibly turn some of the pressure that we've got into and in, had in the last few weeks into a few more sacks because that that's been the thing the last few weeks is while the sack numbers haven't been showing, we've still been getting quite a lot of pressure. Um. And yeah, as a Big Ben isn't quite the same agile mobile QB he was possibly seven or eight years ago. He doesn't seem to get out of those situations quite the same anymore. Yeah, I think pressure's the key with uh, with Houston on the uh, on the you know active. Um, next question, we've got a question on Twitter actually from Warren Bowen. 
Thanks very much for the question, Warren. Um, running game has faded out in a big way this season as the season p progressed. Well, what kind of game plan are we expecting? Is it going to be similar to the Falcons game? I think we mentioned that before, didn't we? It was um, the, the screenplays and the use, use of the tight ends quite often. Um, it's probably going to be very much the same, isn't it? Um, same as what the Falcons game was. Yeah, you're going to need you're going to need um, some, a, f a form of run game just to keep the uh, the the Pittsburgh. Well, Ware's back as well, isn't he? Yeah, you need to keep the Pittsburgh defense guessing. With Ware back, obviously you've now got two different types of backs in there. Um, Alex Smith seems to be running a little bit more recently, which is great. I like we, that. We all called, like that. we called for it on the podcast three episodes ago and since then the Chiefs obviously listened to us and um, put him, put him in running of course uh, did. obviously <laughs> and um, if we can see more of that just as a change up and then every now and then Alex gets a first down and I think that will keep the Pittsburgh defence on edge especially when you've got Torrey Hill in, your, in the lineup as well um, yeah they, they, need, they need to keep running obviously Jamal Charles is sent a post out last night saying that he wants to carry on playing so we'll have to see what goes on in the future with him and his mm. contract and his health but for now um, I think they've got enough to see them through this postseason should they carry on going anything add, add, anything to add to that Dave? Uh, no pretty much agreed no? on that I think yeah no, I think we've, we've, um, we've said quite a bit on that haven't we? <laughs> yeah I just, as I say I just think it's the situation hasn't called for it as much with other mm. playmakers appearing and playing well, the run game hasn't been relied on like it has been in the past. Because, yeah. as I say, when we were handing the ball off to, you know, Jamal and whoever else, you know, 20, 30 times a game, we didn't have the offensive weapons around him to, you know, to do anything else. Whereas now we have got Conley, Kelsey, Macklin, Hill even guys like Wilson and De'Anthony Thomas to a lesser extent. Tuning in now and again, yeah, yeah. Exactly, we didn't have in the past, so I think we don't need to rely quite as heavily on the run game as, as we do. But obviously it's Reed's offence, you know, it's a West Coast offence. It's, you know, more about the, the quick passing game as a substitution for the run game in certain situations. Yeah. All right, I think that'll be enough for the questions for now. Uh, thanks for, again for everyone for the, uh, the the questions that you sent in. Um, we'll be doing some more, obviously, as as the weeks go on. So please, obviously, keep keep sending them in. Uh, we like to read them, and we'll pick out the best ones for the next podcast. Um, just a couple more things, really, lads. Um, quickly, what do you think the Chiefs need to look out for against the Steelers? Key, the main thing we need to look out for. I, I've said it already. It's, it's definitely Le'Veon Bell. Definitely Bell. Definitely Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, yeah, Bell and Bell and Brown, isn't it? Though those two guys, you, you know, I say you can only hope to contain them. They're yeah. gonna get their play every now and again. Just don't let them go off. That's yeah. that's the thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, and what do the Steelers need to look out for in the Chiefs? I think we've mentioned that quite a bit as well. It's obviously Hill and uh, and and Kelsey are the main. Threat, I, say, I would say what watch out for Andy Reid, man. Like. I just Reed always comes up with some wacky play or you know <laughs> you know some trick play something that will keep the Steelers on the toes that they haven't seen before we haven't yeah. seen before and you know it, just something that to 
just surprise him. I I don't know what it'll be, but I guarantee some point on Sunday there'll be something where you go, well, what the hell just happened? And <laughs> it'll be Reed just being a little bit crazy. Well, he's nineteen and two off a of buy-in total, isn't he? Um, if you're sixteen and two in the regular season, three and zero in divisional round. Well, the Chiefs have lost four straight at home in the divisional round. Um, at Arrowhead, so one streak score. I don't really know how much that plays into it, though. To be perfectly honest, like none of the players on the roster now, none of the coaching staff on, you know, on the team now were here when any of that stuff happened. So does it actually matter? Only the fans, you know, yeah, really take that stuff into account, and the, you know, the media who try and big up pointless factoids like that, even though they actually mean nothing to the players. But yeah, that that read stat that is a big thing. I would say, you give Reed a week to prepare. I say it's something I don't think we've discussed enough. Is you give Reed that extra week to prepare, and it shows, man. It shows so many times. And um, yeah, as I say. To tie him back to what I just said, there'll be something, there'll be a wrinkle we haven't seen, and it he'll bring it out on Sunday, and it yeah it'll be interesting to see what he's got up his sleeve. So we're predicting that uh, Reed cracks that spine on the playbook as I uh, as I keep going on about in these podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Just open it wider. Just come on. Just, just show us a yeah, bit just more. Just a little show page that that's been hidden at the back that he's he's not quite needed yet. It'll be be there on Sunday. Nobody knows quite what it is, but there'll be something. It'll, it'll definitely have something with there uh, with Dontari Poe in it, surely. Yeah. Oh, there's there's definitely something stored stored away with Dontari Poe that we haven't seen yet. <laughs> what else can he do now? A legitimate receiving touchdown, I think, is the only yeah. thing he needs now. Yeah. yeah. Sprint what sixty yards down the field and uh, and and take a catch in the end zone. Mm. Probably not that. <laughs> Probably not that. Sausage roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, the bloated Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm just on the uh, I'm I'm on obviously the betting sites at the minute just to have a look at the the, the current odds and things. Um, and we are not favoured. <laughs> what? We are not favoured. Everyone fancies Pittsburgh. Well, yeah, but it's it's strange because the the bookies have it. They they have it quite tight. They obviously do, obviously, obviously, because they obviously want to try and make money and things like that. But they have it quite tight. They've got the the, the Chiefs on at about four to five, and they've got the Pittsburgh Steelers at eleven to ten. What's the spread so, at though? That that's usually that's, the best best way to get an idea of how the bookies are leaning. I saw it at one and a half in favour of Steelers. Well, it did it did drop, didn't it? When um, when uh, Big Ben faked his injury at the end. Yeah, definitely um, faked his injury. He caught it. Oh, he's a big drama queen, isn't he, Ben? <laughs> he, he, he took it off um, literally what, half an hour later or something after the... Oh, he probably took it off as soon as he walked out of that room. He's just, <laughs> quick, there's going to be some cameras there. Let's find a walking boot. I'll put it on. Look, yeah, look how injured I am, guys. Me. It's like, yeah, no, you're fine. <laughs> Shut up, Ben, no me. one cares. <laughs> I was surprised, actually, that Steelers didn't start um, benching quite a few players. Um, towards the end of the, Dol- the the Dolphins game to try and you know minimise the risk because Bell was still on the field literally with like three minutes left on the game wasn't he? Yeah, they bought they bought him out for the last drive and then put DeAndre Williams in. Yeah, I think it's just you just you just want to be sure, don't you, in the playoffs because you got no second chances. It's not yeah. like the regular season where uh, you mess up. There's always next week. There's no next week if you mess up in the playoffs. 
So I think coaches yeah. are always a little bit more wary of taking guys out too early because once the momentum has swung back in the opposite direction, sometimes it can be hard to stop. So, um, yeah, I think coaches are just extra cautious in making sure the game's tied up and sewn up in the playoffs mm. than maybe the regular season. Yeah. Okay, then. Um, I think, finally, the score predictions. Um, I think, for me, well, I've, I've got to go Chiefs. I've obviously got to go Chiefs. Um, I'm going 28-14 to the Chiefs. I think... Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. I'm going all out. Confident prediction. Yeah, I'm going is. all out. I, th- I think with me, um, with, with me not sleeping, uh, I think I might actually miss the game. So <laughs> I'm hoping that they actually blow them out. Um, but yeah, I'm going. To, I'm going 28-14 because purely because we've now got that um, that fear factor in in Hill and Kelsey. Um, we've got Houston back. Everything just seems stacked now for us. We, we're healthy. We come off a bye week. Uh, as Dave said, we've got the Reed effect as well. Um, I, I just think we'll just we'll just be too heavy for them. Um, what about you, Tom? I'm going for Pittsburgh 28. I think they will score points. Chiefs 31, and my mate Cairo scores the game-winning field goal as time expires and Arrowhead goes nuts and London goes nuts because we're all meeting at the Hippodrome as well. And I go nuts, <laughs> and then I have a beer, and then I have another beer, and I have another beer, and I just keep drinking until the AFC Championship game. That's what I'm predicting. <laughs> go on, Cairo. And this guy's a parent now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His child won't know him. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Daddy? He's still celebrating. <laughs> um, Dave, uh, I'm gonna go twenty-one. 17 Chiefs. Oh, close ones. Yeah, I don't don't know. I'm not buying this whole high-scoring nonsense. I think it's going to be a a tight game. Um, And the Chiefs will just do enough. I think they'll get out to an early lead, do the usual, give it back up a little bit, but Mm. then just do enough to hold them off. Yeah. I'll take that. (laughs) <laughs> I'll take that. I mean, yeah, honestly, yeah. I'd, I'd, yeah, I'll, I'd, I'd take you know, twenty-one twenty. I'll take any sort of victory. I'm not. I'm not yeah. fussed. All three of those scenarios ends up with me just having a beer and then having another one and having another one. It's, I mean, so to fun. be honest, if we lose, <laughs> it probably ends up with you having a beer, does it not? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Sad, eh? <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. I, I think Tom scores uh, score predictions how many beers and how many whiskey chases he's going around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> depends on which way the game's going. Yeah. <laughs> on the whiskey chaser front, I think. Well, it depends on which order they go in. If it's going yeah. well, then the whiskey goes in first, then the beer. <laughs> <laughs> if it's going badly, then the beer, then the whiskey. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> you just take the bottle at that point, don't yeah. you? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Um, Tom, is there anything else you want to add? Because I know you mentioned the uh, the Hippodrome. Yeah, no, that's that's all I want to say. Um, yeah, we're getting some great feedback of great feedback on the turnout for this Sunday. Uh, we've got at least twenty to twenty five guys that have already committed to coming along. That's brilliant. That. Yeah, that's which really is really good. good. It's going to be our biggest meet outside of the London weekend. So, just if you can get along, come along. It's six six o'clock, so it's a nice early kick. Nice early kick off. The game will be done by half nine. If you're within a couple of hours of London, then you're still going to be home at reasonable time to get yourself to bed before Monday morning. 
I, I don't live in London myself. I still have to travel for an hour to get to the casino. So I, if you can get down there, please do. Cheap drinks, cheap food, and you get to watch the game with other Chiefs fans, which three or four years ago wasn't possible here in the UK. And the tube, the tube should be up and running by then, should it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The tubes will be fine at the weekend. They will be Good. fine. Um, thanks very much, guys. Anyway, um, thanks very much for Tom and Dave for, for obviously sitting with me and chatting with chatting through all of this and, and looking forward to the Steelers uh, Steelers game with the Chiefs. Um, remember, if you want to interact with us, uh, you can find us on the Facebook page by searching for Our Heads Abroad, or you can chat with us on Twitter at KCChiefs underscore UK. And also, don't forget to visit the website, which is www.kcchiefsuk.co.uk. So, onwards to the Steelers game. Um, and whatever you're doing, enjoy yourself, guys. Thanks very much for listening. Thanks a lot. Bye. Yeah, you stole big time. <laughs> big time stole. I know. That's the thing. I mean, because you know when you... The, the... You normally can't get it out quick enough, so I don't no, have no. a problem with it. But... <laughs> I know. Dig it away, Aaron. <laughs>